0: This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. Oh my God. Thank you, baby, for the smoothie. Look at the smoothie Eric just brought me oh my god isn't he a dream what is, what is in it what
1: kind of smoothie is it
0: um i think there's some kale give us
1: a good slurp on mike give us a good slurp on mike
0: mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> that's thick i, I taste banana uh-huh. kale uh-huh. no some kind of green spinach, spinach okay yogurt coconut milk okay some kind of fatty thing um apple I'm bad at guessing fruits. I guess I just don't. I guessed one.
1: Wait, is LV just been off-screen being like? He
0: just said no, no, no. no. <laughs> Why don't you just tell me what's in here? <laughs> Peach, nectarine. See again, wrong. Yeah. Blueberries. Okay. A little lime juice for a kick. Uh huh. Cinnamon and what? Turmeric, anti-inflammatory. Thank you, baby. Appreciate it. Like
1: literally, none of the things you named (laughs) are nothing that I
0: named was in there. (laughs) Thank you. I have this. I I have the best boyfriend. He's great. (laughs) Anyway, how are you doing? What's going on in your world?
1: Oh, how? Yeah, no. Hi. Hi. Okay, I am. (laughs) Sorry, it feels weird to like because we we have been
0: chatting, but that was we were doing Patreon stuff. But hey, (laughs) we're we're on the regular show, the main show. Let's Mm. catch up. What's going on in your life?
1: Oh right! So I have been in extreme isolation, what? Um, quarantining, cause so fr- on Friday, Friday night, mm. my son got sick. Oh, like fever, <clears throat> um, lethargic, oh, uh, no. the whole thing. Oh no! Like very bad headache and his stomach hurt. It's like crazy, right? Loss
0: of taste and smell. No. Okay. All right.
1: But so it's like but it's also like the way that um, covid manifests in children is very different. Oh. Um sometimes they like get really swollen hands and feet.
0: Oh, me too after um, some french fries. I'm done.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 but it's like it's because it's supposed to be like um there's the, that's some of the research about like covid the the fact that it affects the respiratory system is more that cause there's so much blood over there that it's uh, uh, maybe a, like a vascular thing.
0: Yeah. People are saying it might be a blood disease and not a, yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. So, and it's, it's particularly cause of that way that it manifests in children. They're, they're suspecting. Mm. So I'm freaking out. He's like at a pretty big temperature. I I I'm like, but also like chill because I'm like, this is probably just regular stuff, right? Regular yeah. kid stuff. Um, cause Max and I are fine. <clears throat> um, Saturday it's really bad. He like doesn't move. Like oh I, he's very very lethargic. Like just laying. Oh. Yeah, and um, he's
0: usually very spunky and he's jumping around. Yes, yes. Yeah. like
1: like any you know fucking toddler. Yeah. I mean it's just he's normal. Yeah, uh, he's very very heartbreakingly normal. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so like it's Saturday all this stuff, and then I'm researching on Saturday how to get COVID test mm. because one he's how is he supposed to go to school on Monday? right and two, we were his school has a break starting today through
0: um already Friday for what?
1: Because it's for like it's like basically summer school is over Summer session is over
0: Oh fall he's not in the regular session yet. He's going to the yes. fall session okay, so there's a little bit of a break. Right. Okay.
1: And so, but it's Friday, so I'm like rapidly trying to find places to go get COVID tested. Mm. But it's Saturday at like one is when everybody closes.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like I have to try to go to a kid's place because not all places do kids. Really? I'm freaking holy yes. shit. Um, so I'm freaking out. Yeah. I uh, can't find anything um, until like most places for Monday or Tuesday. Okay. So I finally find finally like late on Saturday find a spot. We go on Sunday, get tested. The rapid comes back that day, so if I take, oh, wow. take both that's, the rapid okay. and the PCR. Mm-hmm. Um, get back the rapid tests that day; it's immediately a negative. All of us, okay. thank God.
0: And was it just mouth swab, or did you have to go inside your nose and shit, like touch inside your brainstem? Stem oh my yeah. God, that's crazy.
1: Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it was painful for him, you know. Yeah. Um, but he was good. He was a very brave boy. Whatever. Mm. And, um, but all of us, you know, my husband, frankly, not as brave, not as brave um, as <laughs> <He> was crying, <laughs>
0: yeah. shaking,
1: but it's also, he has like, cr- he has crazy sinuses. So it's like very irritating.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I have crazy it's, sinuses. It's swollen. So yeah. swollen. And it's dry.
1: Yeah. It's dry. So spot. it's really painful. Yeah. yeah. And ah. so you're like in there. Yeah, So it's painful for him. Um,
0: so he's throwing a fit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then we, And Saul is still sick at this point. So it's still like we have no fucking clue. I don't know what to do about the school. There's no like. That's so
0: scary. Yes. And
1: there's also nothing in place explicitly from the school about protocol in this scenario.
0: Right. Because everyone's just making it up.
1: Yes. So. this is a public school or private? No, this is a Montessori school. I mean, he's not not old enough to go to an actual school. Sure,
0: sure. It's like a little academy. Yes.
1: Yeah. It's like a little, it's a daycare basically, mm-hmm. but it's a Montessori program. Okay. And I'm freaking out. I mean, like it's truly, I can't explain to you. I mean, obviously we are feeling, but the, what exacerbated it is because all of us had really bad allergies.
0: Oh God. Cause
1: it's been fucking hot. Yeah. And the pollen count is out of control. Ugh. So like, you know, it, when you're assessing these symptoms, it is really hard. Like, you know, because the COVID symptoms manifest so differently in different people as well.
0: Right. So you're spinning out thinking of the worst case scenarios, trying to figure out, like, what happens if all three of us have COVID? The fuck do you do then?
1: And also, no, worst case scenario is if everybody has COVID except for me.
0: What do you mean? Oh, because then you'll get it?
1: No, then I have to take care of all of this. (laughs)
0: what if all three of you had covid then who would take care of it the doctors
1: no we just die together i don't know it's just like it's it's like it's like yeah it's a hundred percent
0: death rate (laughs) by the way did you see we got absolutely dragged by the we're not reading reviews today because we're pissed uh, no, I love you guys. And thank you for sending reviews. But
1: reviews. <laughs>
0: we, I, I recently read a review. I need some time to process emotionally this review before I read it on the fucking pod. So we're taking Ooh. a break. But this review basically dragged us to hell for doing horrible math. It was in a way where like, <laughs> oh, at least they're not stereotyped. But our math was really off last week. Was there two weeks ago when we were talking about the death rate? And we're trying to divide like 1.7 million into whatever. And we came up with 30%. They were like, you idiots, at 3%, you fucking idiots. <laughs> we missed a zero. Anyway,
1: was it a five star? Though? It was a five
0: star review, but.
1: Okay, thank you. But That's
0: at funny. any point in the review when there's uh, a, uh, a calling a out yeah. of my mistakes, my ego shattered. <laughs> So, I need to. I need a couple of weeks to recover from this, build myself back up, and then we'll start re- reading the reviews. I
1: remember back. when we did that math. Both of us are nodding at each other, feeling
0: good about. I was this hoping stuff. you were doing the math. I was just going along because I was like, I don't want to take out my phone. It's like too many things. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to you. So, what's the conclusion? How, do you know? Have you gotten back COVID tests for everything?
1: We just got it today. Okay. Or last, yesterday, last night, uh-huh. we got it. We're all negative. Yes! Thank God. Thank God. Yes, right, of course. Right, right. I mean, at this point, it's like, this is the thing, though. Though, how, given how long these results take to come back, it's like, either you have it yeah. or you don't. And you know that by the time you, you take the back. test. Yeah. Uh, by, yeah. By the time it comes back. Yeah. So, I but mean, some
0: people are asymptomatic.
1: There you go. That, and that's the other fear. Right. right? I, that we could have been asymptomatic. So
0: I think about that all the time. I'm like... I bet I'm walking around with COVID. Not that I'm going anywhere, but like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, I have it and I just don't know. And you know, they say there, there's like long-term effects yeah. of COVID too for having it. Erectile. Erectile? What? Mm-hmm. Too many boners? Oh. Uh, no. no.
1: think about it. All, we've just described it as a vascular issue, right? <gasps> blood.
0: Yeah. It, and it? when
1: blood can't go to your... Boner. Then it stays it atroph- flaccid. Oh, it
0: stays flaccid. Oh.
1: It's deflated.
0: Yeah. Is wow. I mean, honestly, if you oh, so long term. So if you've had COVID in might one, should so you? yeah. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's the thing that people should also be talking about. One, it affects men much more aggressively. Like, by and large, the symptoms inside of men seems to be more aggressive and men seem to be especially susceptible
0: to it. Interesting. I wonder and, why. Because we have more blood? That's not true. Know, that can't be right. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be it. <laughs> well, uh, But it's like, yeah, yeah
1: it's, it's a thing. And so basically, men continue to have... Erectile, you know, performance issues mm. afterwards.
0: Oh, damn.
1: Even once symptoms go away.
0: Even when symptoms go away, you might be left with a shriveled dick. shriveled dick. Maybe that's good for the fucking world. You know what I mean? Just a little less penis action will help the world, I think. <laughs> Just a little I mean, less that- like penile aggression, male aggro. We don't we don't need more boners.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe Mother COVID is doing some good.
0: That's what I mean. Maybe it's, this is <laughs> finally we are turning into the matriarchal eon that we've been <laughs> promised.
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, it's, it is... So since he hasn't been going to school and it's just been us in extreme isolation, I have not been able to do anything. I have not been able to Pomodoro. Not in any form. Super yeah. or regular.
0: God damn it. Well, that sucks. Hopefully you'll yeah, be able I mean, to get back I mean. to... You know,
1: yeah. I'm trying to send him to off it. today. I'm trying to send him off today. Yeah, back to to that school.
0: Um,
1: no, no, it's closed. Oh, it's closed. Unfortunately. Okay.
0: <laughs> unfortunately, he's got nowhere to I go. Mean, I, did,
1: I could try to go. No, we're gonna try to drop him off at um, the grandparents. So it's actually okay. good that we've been in extreme isolation anyway.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And you know, given everything, like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's been intense. Yeah. Wait, what about you? What's going on?
0: Um, it's been less intense for me. <laughs> Honestly, because I don't I have to worry you about kids. W- went to Malibu. I went to Malibu. I've been going to Malibu once a week. Listen, I, you, you, we cope in different ways. You, you know, you have a fabulous backyard. I need to go to Malibu. Yes. Yes, I, yes, yes. I have to go to Malibu because it's been 104 degrees in the valley where I live in LA. And, um, it's crazy. It's so hot. And I don't have... How much s-
1: hotter is it than elsewhere? Like Than Hollywood?
0: Has- Hollywood, if Hollywood is 100 degrees, North Hollywood is 110. It's 10 degrees hotter. It's fucking That's nuts. a lot. That's a lot. And we don't... We live in an old house, so like we don't have central air conditioning. So we have to sit under this unit from 1974 or something it's just this the first frigidaire it's so fucking crazy and there's no way to get new ones in because this is kind of like an old (sighs) antique house that the landlord doesn't want anything touched so it's a nightmare anyway so i've been going to malibu a lot and that's been a great thing but this beach we go to is half private and half public so they have not only their own security guards who, what? yeah, private security who patrol and never say anything because it's actually the way it's set up. The, you have to enter through this gate that is private to cars, but public to pedestrians because you have to be a, a, able to allow access to the beach, which is public, right? But all, okay. So it, you have to go through this gate that you can walk through and go down this um, millionaire's row, I call it. It's all yeah. these beach houses in Malibu, like eight, 10, $15 million houses. And you get to the, selling end, sunset. Se- stuff Exactly. Selling Malibu. Okay. Oh, we should, there should be a spinoff. Yeah, okay. So you get to the end a- of a- this a- street. Edit that out. <laughs> edit that out. That has to be ours. We're going to pitch that. <laughs> we're going to get licenses. We're going to do it. <laughs> so at the end of this block is where the public beach starts. So you okay. technically have to, um, you have to be able so to can look, allow you can looky-loo
1: them. you looky loo all these like ri- richies, rishi richie houses. Yeah. yeah,
0: and they stare back. And these people are because they're all we're all in quarantine, so they're there all the yeah. time, and they see these fucking scallywags, you know, yeah. traipsing amongst their golden road, and they're going looking look at us these like vagabonds. At, yeah, yeah, these fucking, hobos. Could you there? You know? Yeah, could you
1: there? Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> exactly exactly there. you are.
0: Yeah, that's what I am. <laughs> Bring all the fucking dirt and rats. <laughs> All the fucking riffraff with me.
1: You get like a little plume of dust behind you. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Fucking daredevil. So I'm, we're, and I I go, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'm coming all the way through their neighborhood and they're always, and the security guards always follow us. It's that whole thing about how like people get followed, like black people get followed in CBS because they think they're going to steal. It's like that. Yeah. You know, it's like racism at work, just in front of our faces. But that's the thing. They're not just doing it to race. They're doing it to other white people. That's yeah. how crazy the racism is in yeah. rich places. They even do it to the whites
1: yeah. <laughs> It's cool cr- they, sm- they, it, they, they can smell the poor on them,
0: yeah, and the proximity to race. So it's like yeah. or to color or culture, you know? yeah, and when when I pass by, there's this one house. It's full of, like, tweeny white girls. obviously, the okay. one one of them is the, owner's daughter and she just has all her fucking rich friends come over because it's like literally on the beach and I always pass it and it's these like group of like four to six white girls and one Asian girl (gasps) and I know she's Korean I can tell by how she talks to them the nasality yeah 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 yeah. that
1: Asian American voice yeah, yeah. but more specifically
0: the Korean Uh you know it's uh, it's like one, like, half a register deeper. Yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's, <laughs> as the, the voice, the, the intonation's are a little whiny, like, almost yeah. like she, she'll be like, oppa. Like, that, that kind of yeah. like, yeah. So I'm yeah. like, clocked you, Korean girl, rich Korean yeah. girl. And she is the only Asian on that goddamn millionaire row Road Street. And I've seen her maybe six times now this summer. And not once has she said hi to me. And you know what? Yeah. You know what? This is what's wrong with our future. This
1: taking offense that 12-year-old <laughs> girl <laughs> will say hello to you.
0: Bitch, do you see what you're surrounded I'm by?
1: almost 40-year-old man <laughs> in a tank <ting-top laughs> coming down. <laughs> okay, it's crazy that you think that she should wave it.
0: <laughs> Not once. Did she even sustain eye contact with me? As she sits in her lofted infinity pool, I said, "This bitch needs to learn some goddamn manners." And that's it. Oh, that's no. that's how. I, that's what's been going on in my life.
1: I just, I
0: at her. <laughs> At least a, a, a nod or like a smile being like, you're Korean, I'm Korean. We're surrounded by these whites. Ain't There's these whites crazy? Much- this is the type of assimilation that poisons us. <laughs> where she doesn't even know she's Korean.
1: The, the disparity in age between two, oh, the two of you is too bad for the woman to look. I don't care.
0: I do not care. I could be a hundred years old, no, in my uh, wa- in my walker walking down the Millionaires Row. If this twelve-year-old bitch don't look at this hot budgie and smile, something's wrong with you. You hate yourself, <laughs> and I give her every chance. I walk by, really? I'm smiling, Shinger bunger I'm like, yeah, showing all thirty-two <laughs> of my teeth, squinting to make myself feel, you know, uh, seem less aggressive. Hi you know nothing can she see you yes yeah, she could see me she actively disconnects eyeballs like with me i she like i'll look up and like hi you know and then yeah. of course i pr- probably look creepy and crazy but
1: yeah that's what i'm saying I'm, you're again you have to recognize you're an almost 40 year old i don't present Ajushi. 40
0: that's unfair <laughs> why do you keep bringing that up she doesn't know that no.
1: Okay, so what do you present as?
0: I present 28 to 33, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you present... I could okay. play
0: a GSI, a graduate student. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I see. I know, I know. You know, whatever. Okay, so... Um...
0: <laughs> okay, whatever.
1: <laughs> you present as a 33-year-old man. Yeah,
0: okay. She's 12. That's... <laughs> That's okay, 11 years. So what? Well, you're saying because the age difference is so much that I can't expect, I can't be expecting her to be. It's
1: 21 years, Peter. It's not 11 years.
0: What I present. (laughs) But regardless of the fact, why does the age gap matter? Because
1: Because because she's not old enough
0: to know better?
1: I mean, you know, tween is a weird time. Yeah, you're right. It's a weird time because, like you know, I do this with a man, an elderly Asian man in my neighborhood because he he and I are oftentimes the only Asian people. I yeah. remember the first time we saw each other walking down; he was walking his dog. He's also like a dog whisperer. He always has a different dog. I don't know if he's stealing these dogs. Maybe I don't he works for what about it? Yeah, no, no, he's like a a a trainer of some kind. Oh, because the way that these dogs listen to him, it's kind of crazy.
0: Really, it's like Caesar Malone. Yeah,
1: like. I, <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's like wasn't like um, like this is his skill. Okay. Like you could, you know, this is what he does. Sure. So I've seen him and I was like walking and he looked at me and I looked at him and we made a society ad contact, uh-huh. right? And we smiled, right? The first time. That's what I
0: mean. How old is yeah. he? How how much older is he than you?
1: He's an adjacent. He's like almost like like a full adjacent. Sixties, like right? Maybe four fifty? Uh yeah, like like early fifties, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And now the next time we saw each other, we full smiled, and yeah. he we waved each other like this.
0: That's great. That's <laughs> like a friendly a wave. wave.
1: Like, like yeah. I was like, <laughs> you know, like black people have like the black man like nod, nod you know. Yeah, yeah. And the Asian people it's like a full like grin and wave. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like really Maniacal. happy to see him. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's what and I now want. Now we do that. See, that's, that's what I do that with him every. Right. Time. That's I'm the fucking dog whisperer. This tween is you. But But you're saying she's just not she's not at an age. So at what age? At what age should I start? Should I not? Am I what? At what age? College, college. Mm Eighteen. Okay. When you're an adult. Fine. I'll give her six more years to talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking rich Korean bitch in Malibu. Fuck you.
1: I wonder her name is like Carolyn
0: or something, something like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's not in the Bible. You know what I mean? How dare you have a non-Bible name? Carolyn Park.
1: If you're not a fucking Esther, yeah. a Eunice, yeah,
0: a Sarah, Hannah, Hannah,
1: Hannah, Jenny Po,
0: <laughs> Ch- Jenny Pooh. Oh yeah, that <laughs> that same Jennifer from the Bible. <laughs> She's in the Lost Dead Sea Scrolls.
1: I know so many Jenny Poes.
0: Oh, of course, Jenny Pooh is like the first name that yes, I think Koreans found out about.
1: <laughs> They're like, oh, can
0: Jenny Po and James? Yeah. <laughs> so many James like, and Jennifers.
1: It's also like all these things where like there's no way that their parents are going to be able to say it without an accent. It's just like, come on. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? No, you know what? I, I bet her parents don't even have an accent. I bet you her parents oh, yeah, don't yeah, even speak Korean. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She probably speaks English and like Chinese or something. You know what I mean? French. Some, it was Ch- yeah, French. French.
1: The only people I know that speak French are rich.
0: I guess I'm not really angry at her. I just want to be her. <laughs> That's what we've come down.
1: To.
0: You're like, look at me, bitch. <laughs> See me. Yeah, truly, just feel like a literal groundling. All right, we'll, we're gonna take a quick break. I gotta do some anger management issues, and we'll be back. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I my friend. my All
0: right, we're back. I want to talk about, um, so apparently there's a phenomenon on TikTok okay. mm-hmm. with white ladies obsessing over having Asian babies. Huh? Apparently this is a thing. Um, I mean, I've always understood that white women probably in their heart of hearts want a mixed baby. Right.
1: Is this what the, is they want—mixed babies, or they want
0: babies from mixed babies, Asian but, countries? But no, 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 oh, no, no, okay. no, no! Not ad- adopting. That's like okay, early aughts fetishization.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <You know? Okay. laughs> That's Angela, Angelina Jolie moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, talking
0: yeah. about like Asian woman wanting. I mean, sorry, white woman wanting non-white babies. Okay. Yeah. And
1: specifically Asian.
0: Skew skew towards Asian. Because, like, half Asian-ness is, like, now being fetishized.
1: Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. It it used to be the other way around, though. It used to be, like, white men wanting an Asian woman to have whatever. You know what I mean? So, like, now things are, like, flipping, which is cool. And it's... Sure. And I've always been, since day one, a, a proponent of sexualization of Asian men. Yeah. Let us objectify, you know, yeah. and drool at their bodies.
1: Exactly. I mean, maybe this, maybe this tween would have waved if, you know, if Asian so, men were more sexualized. Right.
0: So, okay, with that being said, like, where is the line then between mm-hmm. being... Considered a sexual person, like oh yeah, ooh they're so sexual, ooh I want that. I want to be fucked by them or I want to fuck them. Versus, I only want to fuck this because this thing is cool or I'm obsessed with this part of this thing. Like I want them to have small eyes. You know what I mean? Like where is the li- like? So what is
1: this thing on TikTok? It's like white women talking about wanting to do, th-
0: yeah, like ha-
1: wanting Asian men and wanting Asian
0: babies specifically. wanting Asian babies, Asian, half Asian babies because that's like hot. Yeah.
1: But like, so their attraction to Asian men is purely based on the idea that they might
0: (coughs) have a hot child. Yeah,
1: have a hot child with this person.
0: Yes. So the Asian man probably is not even involved. Or maybe it's like a sperm donor thing. I'm not really sure. I'm not on TikTok because I can't get away, but I heard this from uh, my friend our friend Jack, and it really yeah. bothered me, and I started googling and there's a lot of articles about men white men fetishizing Asian women, obviously, right. but yes. there's not that other way around, not yet. Well, I know a couple of white women that have married Asian men
1: and okay. that is a big part of it, like the the
0: having... child thing
1: no, but um. Once they had gotten married, you know, mm-hmm. which took years <laughs> to get to. Okay. Um,
0: what the I mean, this fuck? Is like What's a very... with the judgment? Like, why do you I'm care just, how I'm long
1: just, I'm the just fuck? saying, it's, like it's such a long con. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to <laughs> fucking, see, I see. I see. like, get a child, like, this is so strange There's an easier me. way to
0: do it, yes. <clears throat> you yeah. could just go to sperm bank.
1: You go to sperm bank, or you could just adopt one. Like, I just don't understand, like, why... If it has to be half-a, okay? Yeah. And you are a 22 year old girl that really wants to have a half, half Asian baby, you are yeah. too immature to have a child. Exactly. Like if this is what because you're you don't fixated. know. I mean, I, yeah. You don't you're
0: know. Not, you're not also, thinking straight. Is, you're not thinking about, like, oh, I want to have a half Asian baby only because that would mean that I am in love with an Asian man. There you go. That, and, and this is the problem with out all of fetishes. The, yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. This is
1: the problem with all fetishes because it divorces. The people from their humanity. Exactly. Right. You do. You are distilling it down to a specific part and aspect of their body. humanity. Like you can't do that of their body, of their personality, of like of, of their culture. Right. If, right. It, it depends on what people fetishize. Um. Yeah. I don't like this. Like wanting. I mean, did I ever tell you about? Uh, I can't see her, I can't see her
0: name. Uh, bleep <laughs> that out. Bleep, bleep out. <laughs>
1: Um, but this girl I went to high school with Uh Korean Uh church, going Korean,
0: Uh always
1: trying to convert, like doing that work (laughs) and
0: she's out here evangelizing.
1: Yeah. Always be converting. That was her ABC. (laughs) (laughs) And I I was talking with my high school friends about, and we forgot. And now we were all remembering how she wanted to have children that were three quarters white.
0: Oh yeah, you mentioned this. Yes, three yes. quarters white and she didn't understand the math of it. Math of it. Yeah. I mean,
1: apparently we don't know either. We don't how either. To do Math.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like she but wants like a me. half-Asian baby.
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the same thing where she was fetishizing and also hating her own agingness, right? Like yes. when you fetishize and when you put on but a pistol. I, I, I think that's
0: what's happening. That's what's happening. I don't I think the my theory is that these women on TikTok maybe it's less of a fetishization of Asianness, but it is a shamefulness of whiteness. So yes. trying to actively dilute whiteness mm-hmm. by injecting I mean, yeah. color, culture, struggle, oppression, whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's also, it's like this um, bias ag- bias about HEPA children being so beautiful yes. and like these like features about it. And it's also like, Bitch, why do you care if your kid is good? I mean, like, you know, like, that to me All is... You,
0: uh, yeah, I guess, I guess. That, that makes sense. But you want... Everyone wants their kids to be desired. You don't want to have a kid where people are like, ugh, uggo? You nasty. Yeah, but
1: I mean, like, but that's, like, that's very rare instances where someone is so ugly that they cannot be loved. You know, there's, like, I or think...
0: Or Bullied
1: or bullied sure but it's like it doesn't matter if they're beautiful i remember um this really attractive girl in my elementary school had just really blonde hair but really beautiful was like stereotypically attractive huge tits like like look like jennifer <laughs> in Love your elementary cute. school she i'm telling you she was hot at 13 <laughs> like it was oh insane <laughs> and she was very thin yeah. and like boys would literally throw rocks at her head she would uh-huh. have to run away
0: Oh my god! Why? Because her they- family
1: had a fucking boat. I mean, like it just made no sense.
0: Wow! Why? And because they were because- they liked her and they were like being mean.
1: No, it's just because she wasn't popular. Like she didn't oh. fit into the four or she five was girls that were popular. Kind yeah. of, but she also yeah. wasn't. She's like, I mean, now if you look at her, it's like kind of crazy. Like she's very attractive. Yeah. And like, has married a very attractive man and is like. She's living that um what is it called like you know in Chicago, where they're all in the pen in the uh boats where the boats are, and there are all these like beautiful people there It's like in, some like like the
0: dock the marina the,
1: the marina, but it's like it's called a specific thing it's like the Riviera like bunny pen, I don't no, know. it's called like you know booby booby palaces or whatever. you know booby palace like I
0: don't know what that is. like hell it's like an about.
1: area of the marina where there's okay. attractive women- and bubbling, bo- bouncing about. Yeah, I also have bows. It's like called the booby bunnies or
0: something. So yeah, you're saying it doesn't matter if you have a hot kid or not, their their life won't be that much easier.
1: I mean, it just depends. It's It's also a reflection on
0: you. You know what I mean? Like It's an extension of you. It's It's validating you as like, yeah, I did that.
1: I think some of this is because my mom felt very unattractive, right? And I felt unattractive as an extension of that because she felt bad about her own face Mm -hmm. and body. Yeah, and so, um, that's not the thing that, especially as a girl or anybody. Like, the thing is, especially with my son, he is like attractive, and it actually upsets me because I'm like, this bitch thinks he's better at stuff than he is.
0: Why? Because of the way the world people treat smiles him.
1: Smiles back because the world uh, smiles
0: back. People treat and, him better. But yes. Yeah.
1: Categorically. Yeah, yeah. One, he's male. He is very Two, cute. He's very cute. Yes. That's what I mean. Like,
0: like it's like be, seeing a cute dog versus like a scary looking dog. They're both great dogs, but the cuter one, you're just programmed to show love towards.
1: Yeah. But I mean, does that make that dog, you know, that um, 30 Rock where John Ham is like such an attractive person? Like, yeah. he has no idea that he actually sucks at everything. He's bad
0: at everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's everything. You're, you're afraid that that's going to be your child? Yes. <laughs>
1: Because it upsets me. I'm just like, this bitch is very, like, normal. I'm not saying that he's dumb. He's just normal. There's nothing wrong with that. He's very loved, very, like, his life is fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, he's got a good support system.
1: But he's not great at anything.
0: That's just the price it comes with. You can't be great at anything without having struggle. You just can't. That's
1: what I'm saying. That's That's not how
0: life works.
1: So that's what I'm saying. Do so you have like, a hot kid I'm who's going to be
0: mediocre? Who cares? He's not going to cause I'm any saying, trouble. I'm
1: never going to tell, tell him that he's good. <laughs> unless he's good. That's because you...
0: That, that's your issue. <laughs> you need to figure that out with your God. All right? That's not his issue. That's you. <laughs> what,
1: <what's> he, <laughs> what I'm saying is like, he's got to actually demonstrate competence yeah, before yeah. I give him...
0: You're not willy-nilly you giving know? out compliments. Yeah, Words, no. words of affirmation. I was affirmation. thinking about it.
1: Yeah. I, think, I think one of us said, like, oh, wow, you really did that well. And both my husband and I looked at each other and were like, whoa, we don't really say that a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, did you feel bad reason. about it?
1: No, he had done something well.
0: Yeah. So do we were, you, like, did you try- feel bad about the fact that you don't say that often?
1: No, it was when I realized, like, oh, man, he really doesn't do a lot of stuff well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow <Yeah. laughs> this is like talking to my own mother this is great I see how your kid's gonna be great actually he's gonna this is the struggle he's gonna lean on into his form- formative years wait,
1: wait, I mean it's cr- this thing going back to wanting to have these children because they're so but this is what's dangerous about it is because there are plenty of less attractive hapa people there's all along the spectrum it's crazy to think yeah. that all hapa people like whenever we make generalizations it's not, it's like not.
0: this. The the yes. old like not old wives tale, but like the old saying is Hapa people are either super hot or super not. Yes. That's, yes. But yes. that's such a generalization. It's not that's not true. Is this Hapa people and are all Hapa there are people? More of these, yeah, yes. it's it's not it's it's just what we choose to see about them because oh, it's so different. They're exotic, so we must view them in this way. You know, it's like whatever. Yes. It's they're just fucking Everyone's going to be Hapa in the future. There's not going to be like one, what do you even call it? Ethnicity? Yeah. 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 That's not going to happen anymore.
1: I mean, I, this is this is where I go with this. is like one, because it's happening with women who typically aren't in relationships with Asian men <laughs> right that are like fetishizing this. They're just talking about this half a child thing. yeah, that is that that divorces it. That becomes fetishistic. That becomes problematic, that's it. you know yeah, and also perpetuates stereotypes about HAPA people that are like, oh, they all have to be so hot and this and that. It's like, you know, that's pressure as a haPA kid to be hot.
0: But what if you're you know, a like, white woman and you're like, "Man, uh, I'm stuck in Madison, Wisconsin. I don't have really access to that many people of color." If but and then when I do, it feels like I'm like stalking them cuz I'm like, "Hi, you're different than me. Can we hang?" You know, like how do you even venture into the idea of like procreating with a non-white if you're only around whites? Like, how do you even step into it? You I'm don't? sure
1: there is a dating website like, <laughs> right now. <laughs> ah, like, someone is... Co- there is an Asian dude coding that right now. Ah,
0: that's like, so funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: bread meets rice. Banana
1: uyu, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Ba- banana uyu. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, truly, like, it's... that's the problem with me. When you were talking about where does this stuff happen? Because we're, we're a sex positive show. We're pro kink. Yeah. Whatever. You know, like that's what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but fetishizing, that's, that's when that's tough because especially when you are looking, when it comes to things about around love and there's a whole human attached to your fetish, Right. That's, that's tough.
0: It's when you start you know? minusing the human, that's when you really have to be like, okay, what am I doing this for? What is this? Oh, I'm self-serving some kind of ego-driven thing.
1: I mean, that's, that's sort of the issue with all of this stuff. I mean, like, I, this, a lot, I know a lot of women that have married Asian men who are very excited about having <laughs> have Asian children. Okay. And for me... I was begrudging
0: about the issue. I was About like, well, having I guess a n- n- half white child. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, because for me, when I see my friends that have like full Asian kids, mm-hmm. that are so to me, they're so cute.
0: Yeah, your kid's cute. What yeah, do you mean? But I mean, like
1: he's like, but you know, it's like I like, talked ha- to he's like a
0: couple. Half white cute.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's different than being. I mean, I've talked to other HAPA kids about it. It's like, yeah. they all talk about how they go through a white looking phase where they have And then like, they grow into their
0: Asianness. Asianness. Asian Yeah, yeah.
1: Because, like, um, yeah, like, that's a couple of HAPA people I've talked to have said that. Like, they go through, there's like a period in their life where they look almost 100% white.
0: Do you think there's a I'm part like, of you that crazy. really wishes that he will grow into more into his Koreanness physically, so that he reflects you?
1: I don't know if it's like w- wanting to see myself because I can see he t- to me in my eyes he looks like my dad.
0: Mm, okay,
1: like my cousins and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like Argo's singing like Dongaranga, like all of that stuff that feels very his face itself mm-hmm. feels very Asian to me.
0: Yeah.
1: The coloring, all that stuff. Um, but I mean, this is the thing. Most half of people, it's like, you know, it's whoever's looking at you. That's what they see. True.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. You know? Yeah. So
1: it's like, it's fine. Whenever I see him, I will always see me. <laughs> <I'm a> narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but um, <sighs> I don't know. I think like that stuff is. Like, I, I just, I, I just, I, I don't, as I don't know, many Asian women that have had happy children that have this sort of like joy or glee about having half white children.
0: Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like I know a lot of white women who have, have Asian husbands who are like so into the idea of
0: having a happy kid. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. I think that it is a white woman thing. It's a white person thing to be like, Oh wow. um, White people are kind of like the stock is dropping. So, <laughs> we're gonna need to uh, diversify yes, right, our it allows DNA portfolio. On-
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I see what you're saying. It's like it that allows them to take on some mantle of POCness.
0: Yes, that's it.
1: Because my child, my child
0: is, is. exactly yes. That's exactly it it's like how straight people if they have like a gay brother they're like yo we're cool like i'm let me come to the parade like i'm chill i love it i love all the drag i love the you know kiki kaka yeah the, uh, read me the house down boots <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean like i get it I, I i that that is that actually does make a lot of sense yeah okay um wait a second can i go to the bathroom okay. sorry phil. yeah sorry phil And we're
0: back. Hey.
1: Hey. Um, we're just, a quick thing. This has been happening over the last couple of hours, but there is about to be a huge typhoon hitting South Korea along with North Korea, like hundreds of flights canceled. Oh my God. Um, North, Cor- uh, North Korea is worried. Um, like 96 miles an hour. They're calling it Typhoon Bobby. Um and Whoa. it's already hit Jeju. I mean Jeju already gets hit the most with everything, you know? But there are some Typhoon um,
0: Bobby? Bobby. Why are they giving Typhoons fucking white ass names? <laughs> Don't only Asians get typhoons? Can we get some Asian <laughs> names up in here? Like Wait, like a Jenny Pub? <laughs> Typhoon Jenny <Jennifer> Pub Park? <laughs> Can we get an Asian ass name up in here? Damn, Bobby? Fuck! I hate that. Anyway, go on. <laughs> oh, it's B A V I. B A B I. B A V I. Oh, Bavi. Oh, oh, that sounds more like South Asian. In yeah, yeah. Ba- yeah, ba- yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm in. I'm back in. I'm back in. Sorry.
1: I okay. got. <laughs> I was like, Peter's going off about this word.
0: <laughs> I thought it meant Bobby, like fucking B O B B Y. Anyway, go on.
1: Um, so there's like a ton of flights. It's everything is basically been shut down, and China is also not bringing in any things. North Korea was um, mm. said during like a party meeting, uh, Kim Jong Un was like called for preparations to minimize casualties. Um, this is the storm that's coming after like tons of rain um, came to. It's like basically torrent weeks of torrential rains caused flooding and massive damage in North Korea. So it's, like, really bad. And that's what's sort kind of been coinciding with all this, like, unrest that's happening there. I don't know if you've heard about the new intelligence reports coming out about the regime.
0: No. But there's been a
1: lot of new information, intelligence <gasps> reports, no. speculating that his sister has uh-huh. taken the number two position in the party.
0: Wait. And that it's, like— Number two position? As opposed to yeah. who? A general? Uh, as opposed to Kim Jong-un. Who's number one in the party? Kim Jong Un. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so and yeah, she's number two. Okay, yes. we've been, we've been kind of. Say, this is but this, this is, but this is, but this is intel. Intel. Holy
1: shit. And also, it seems that there is like a um a minister in North Korea that was like basically saying like she's starting to make moves, <gasps> and so.
0: Ooh! How it's
1: exciting. Like, Yes, <laughs> um, but it seems that like he's also been trying to make appearances, like to like prove that he's not in a coma. I mean, there's so many oh things when god. there's it's tough when it's like Cuba when like before Fidel died, it was like they were like weekend at burniz- yeah, yeah, yeah. Berniz, seeing him. Uh-huh. They were just, like clearly like propping him up and being like injecting him probably full of like amphetamines Shh. so he could like wave at a parade, you know?
0: Oh my god, it's,
1: it's what I suspected they were doing to like, Biden. And Trump. Like, just like pumping him with something and then just like yeah. just putting him out in front of the cameras and then like scurrying him away. I mean,
0: Jesus something. Christ.
1: But yeah, there's like a lot of stuff and like the weather alone, but plus, there's still so many COVID testing places that are not going to be affected because they can't be, they like, can't be open. Um, it's just like, this is a trash fire of a situation and <laughs> of <laughs> a year. Like, I mean, this is, you know. So there was a torrential rainfall, uh, yeah. very bad tornado that hit Chicago like a couple weeks ago, and there's very been very heavy rain recently. And I was driving out with my son, and my son was like, saw, seeing all these like downed trees and stuff," and he was yeah. like, "Oh, you know, the storm is so bad; it's the storm's fault." Hmm. And I was telling him that that nature has no moral compass. Nothing is good or bad.
0: Yeah. It just happens.
1: Mother nature and nature's only always seeking balance. Mm -hmm. And that is what we're seeing. Yeah. The fact that it's so violent.
0: Yeah, man. Like, look at... There's over 500 fires in California right now. Yes! (laughs) Did you hear... Okay, so I read this article the other day on CNN that... um, And by read, I meant quickly skimmed. It said... Scientists say that by 2050 our oceans will be more plastic than fish. Can you fucking believe? So, apparently we've humanity has doubled its plastic production since 2014.
1: Since we we've known better.
0: We've known and then we were like fuck it more h&m can you f- it, this is psychotic
1: I, I did full get like upset because i was i was talking yeah. to my son about it he was yeah. like like i was talking about balance and he was like oh like when i am wobbly on my bike um it's like that kind of finding balance and oh. then i know and then i was just like started getting teary because i was like mm. yeah and that's why my, mother nature is like so wobbly right now because we've done bad things to the road and to the bike itself. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: And I was like, this aye, was, aye, aye. you know, yeah. I mean, that's sometimes like, you know, it's good. And it's like a healthy thing to really not engage with this sort of existential stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is hard when you have to explain things to a child. Because the only way to, some, you know, you kind of have to take a macro view of things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like the heavy stuff where I'm just like emotionally I'm just like what when you what think do about you do?
0: even
1: Yes, when you even think about COVID itself it's sort of like
0: so overwhelming. What
1: is what is what was this try like what is this? Really?
0: I mean, it feels like mother nature balance again, you know, this idea of like overpopulation and culling the herd and I don't see how this isn't like all these earthquakes and fires and fucking hurricane Derrico storms in the mid Midwest, like multiple tornadoes, like completely. I mean, it's the, uh, the earth feels unlivable for the most part, you know, in a macro sense, I obviously, I, there's not a fire every day, but yeah, almost just in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, I feel crazy. It must be even crazier to be with a little child and be have, having to explain it while you are trying to figure it out because you're also a fucking child in your brain. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're all we're all children. None of us really feel like yes. we're like, yeah, I got to figure it out. I'm good. You know, none of us. That's yeah. actually what helped me forgive my dad because I was like, he must have been a fucking scared child in a 30 year old body, you know? And yeah. It Because I feel like that And I'm almost 40 So I'm like Yeah he, he, he must have been Going through some Fucked but up But passing as
1: Presenting as 33
0: <laughs> Exactly <laughs> 224 Yeah It's a very is that, is that your time. age range? 20, is, that, is that your age what range? What I put in my Like commercial thing I say yeah. like 24 to 33 And they're, they're more like mm, 29 to 31 But We'll consider it
1: Do you know what Mine is? What? Fourteen to forty.
0: No. (laughs) Fourteen going on forty. Wow, you—that's brave. Good for you. That's 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 courageous. They almost
1: only exclusively send me stuff as mom. (laughs)
0: That's so funny.
1: (laughs) But Um, whatever, you know,
0: I could. You could be the mom and the daughter. I'm every woman. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Damn, so North Korea is bracing for this storm. Um fuck. We we'll stay tuned and, you know, we'll we'll see what's gonna happen. But this typhoon warning sounds scary as hell.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's uh it is intense. Um like I was the, the my relatives and everyone is like, you know, preparing really and everything.
0: They're bending like, down. This,
1: yeah, because you know, also they live in, they live in Busan. So, like, yeah. there's, they're close on the shore. Jesus Christ. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll, we'll keep them in our thoughts. We're, we'll keep them in our meditations, pray, if you will. But, you know, we really can't do much, but just hope for the best. Right. And I try know. to individually, locally do some good as far as like waste and fucking treating the planet better. Like, I've been thinking about how much plastic I use and I'm like, I need to get rid of everything plastic in my fucking house and just reuse and wash shit and you know. I mean,
1: I as someone who famously hates recycling and the earth, like I really I don't care. Like, I've, I've people have tried also to Chicago be like,
0: does not care; they don't do it. Yeah. So it's and a also whole city. i like, value I know system. it's problematic.
1: People like straight up are like, you cannot have this opinion anymore. I'm like, all right, try to change me, but you know, like, you know, I'd like I don't, but I have started to use only cloth napkin, yeah and I there stuff you can do yeah yeah it's a, it's just getting to be untenable
0: to yeah how yeah. how much longer can we be like convenience like we just can't anymore it's tough and it's tough especially for me because i love convenience and i love bougie shit but like there is a way i think to do this with the whole thing in mind as opposed to like who cares where it goes you know like we could we could be a little more mindful about stuff
1: um, Especially like Korean shit, like where everything is individually so wrapped inside of like.
0: <laughs> Especially the snacks. I'm like, what? Where yes. is all this going? My God. And also, why? Why do you have to put so many barriers between me and the snack and eating? It, it's because they want us to be skinny. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> they want to give us the treat, but they also want to fucking punish us.
1: <laughs> and you're like you like your let your little fingers, pinkies, do some exercise? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back with Kick Ass Koreans. Cubic Sun! Cubic Sun!
1: 괜찮을 거야, Cubic Sun. Cubic Sun!
0: Ah! 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 All right, we are back with Kick Ass Koreans, Ki- ya. Ya. Today my Kick Ass Korean is a martial artist turned visual artist is,
1: named yeah, yes. Arthur Kwan Lee.
0: Stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. His name uh-huh. on Twitter is at Arthur Kwan Lee. One word, obviously. Um, to wrap up his style, he uses a lot of like cool, vibrant colors uh, and like really dramatic brush strokes. And he's, uh, it's a lot to do with his Korean-American identity and this fusion of Western and Eastern uh, so he's he's kind of g- borrowing from, like, classical Greco-Roman, like, the busts of Caesar-type situation with a lot of East Asian culture, Phoenix Rising and stuff like that. So it's it's a clash of um, mediums and cultures that I have never seen before. Uh, and it looks yes. really cool. And during the pandemic, uh, uh, Lee was supposed to open – Lee opened a solo exhibition called Hermitage at the Philo-Sofi Arts in New York. And uh, it was scheduled to run from July to August, but now it's been converted to a digital show uh, yes. to and extended to reach a wider audience. So Google Arthur Kwan Lee and Hermitage and see if you can get up in there. Um, I thought this quote was really telling about the arth- author. I thought that was very cool. He says, quote, I am split between creating a new bl- biblical series based on recent readings on Christian apologetics and related conversations with my father. Who is the president of the Council of Korean Churches in D.C., oh, oh, Maryland, whoa. and Virginia? Wow, this is this—that's yeah. a huge. That's like Korean American royalty, I bet. Yeah. Um, and he says, "Yeah, right." He says, "He's a,
1: he's a, he's the, the Wang among uh, pastors."
0: Yeah, 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 Wang Moksa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he says, and continuing to excavate the rabbit hole of Jungian imagery. However, I sometimes just need a break from that stuff. It gets frighteningly deep. <laughs> so uh, check out his work. Subscribe to his stuff. Uh, I, I can't wait to be rich enough to own one of his paintings one day. So Arthur Kwan Lee. Oh. Yay. Yay.
1: Okay. My kick-ass Korean is... So I was watching a documentary um, about Win Handman. He's like a theater guru uh, that ran, was the artistic director of the American Place Theater um, in New York City that was like very uh, avant-garde, a lot of like interesting, like it was just this Jewish guy that advocated for a lot of African-American cutting edge, like very new contemporary American plays and playwrights. Mm-hmm. So um, and then later on, it was became famous for kind of like helping um, Asif Manvi. Like he did his solo show that helped him like in the 90s propel himself. Um, John Leguizamo did his first solo show there. Mm. Um, And it's like a big it's like a kind of a place where if you know theater, it's an important place. And I they were talking about how at the time in in the seventies, there was simply no Asian American theater. Um, and one of the first plays was by Frank Chin called the chicken coop Chinaman. And oh my God. yeah. And it's like, it's like satirical, all this stuff. It's like supposed to be funny. It's a uh, Frank Chin is a clearly an, an interesting individual. Like in the interview with this documentary, mm-hmm. he's colorful. And, uh, they cast a Korean guy. Mm. So when Handman, the problem with bringing a lot of stuff like this to the forefront inside of a space where there has not historically been representation is that there's a tough time at this, at this like at the perceived was you don't have the actors for it. Right. You mm. don't have a people, enough people to be able to put up a full per- production of something that's going to require 40 Asian actors and it's going to be arduous and compelling work. Yeah. So it was the same thing that happened with their first one where they had to have 40 people on stage. who were all black and they were doing, um, it was supposed to be on a slave ship. Same thing. They couldn't imagine, but they got there because it's insane to say otherwise. Right. 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 Um, when Handeman tells Frank Chin, when Frank is concerned about it, cause this is also New York, this is not, uh, LA Bay Area where there's obviously going to be a lot more Asian people right right Wynn was like listen I know a classically trained Shakespearean actor who can't find work uh. and his name is Randall Duck Kim uh, Randall Duck Kim and he was saying in this documentary he was a classically trained Shakespearean actor and he didn't really have as much issue doing the classics because yeah. that's sort of being reimagined anyway right?
0: sure 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 but he
1: couldn't do anything else
0: interesting because there's nothing written for him
1: nothing written yeah and it's also happening in a time when uh american theater is doing everything is gritty and raw and real yeah it's sam Shepard. it's like it's American Buff. like all this right. stuff it's like
0: it's white family white family destruction yes. of white history <laughs> yes. like yes
1: Hist- historical stuff it's examination of things and it's like he Was a classically trained actor that didn't have a place where he could practice. But he had become so good, it was undeniable. Cool. And yes. And so he did that. And so he, however, he he was like a pretty well-known working theater actor. But then this speech becomes the key maker in The Matrix Reloaded.
0: Yes! (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) And he was in Kung Fu Panda.
1: Yes. Yeah. A, but he's also one of the first Asian American actors to play a leading role in an American production of a Shakespeare play.
0: Oh, which one?
1: Yes. Um, Pericles, Prince of Tyra. I don't know. I don't really know Shakespeare. Okay. So, but he spent most of his time in theater. Um cool. But he also played the title role of Hamlet mm. in 78 and uh, 79. Cool. I mean, this bitch was that good.
0: So, I mean, the top of his game. Top. Wow. To play I did not know the keymaker in Matrix was Korean. I would not have kind guessed That's crazy. That. I would not have guessed that he was Korean. I thought Chinese or maybe old Japanese guy. Yes. Wow, yes, yes. cool. And
1: when you see him in the interview, he has strong Nice Ajashi energy
0: vibes. Oh. yeah, you know, like
1: that—the the nice Ajashi, mm-hmm. like the one guy, like who I like, had, like the nicest kid that just like seemed nice to his wife and shit. Like, you know, yeah. there's only he's, one nice Ajashi. He's got a nice every... sense of
0: humor. Yeah, in every yeah. neighborhood, there's one nice Ajashi.
1: Only one nice Ajashi. <laughs>
0: the only father figure. Like, goddamn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I mean, watching this film and then seeing. Asian American representation was extremely exciting because especially when you talk about theater in America in the 70s, it is pretty black and white and um, very rarely gay. Mm -hmm. And to see it was very exciting. And then to know that it was a Korean guy who played it. Yeah. And that Frank Chin, this guy who is, again, very colorful, uh, was like, this dude could fucking do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You just need one person, just one person to vouch for you. That's it.
1: It's true. And this Wynn handman was this person and, um, yeah. And that's why I'm going to let you guys know about him. It was very cool. It was very cool to know that it's like, it's inside of theater, which feels so specifically very white,
0: very white. Absolutely.
1: Um, it's just cool to see so yeah. that randall duck kim
0: randall duck kim awesome i don't think he has the socials but um uh, maybe yeah. he has a website and you could send him a fan mail he did great work and- <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> you right, can just guys. revisit
1: matrix reloaded
0: <laughs> that's it keep watching it or buy it i don't know how residuals work i've never been in a movie that made money so um hopefully one day <laughs> all right folks thanks so much for listening uh it's been another episode of the ajima show we love that you listen keep tuning back in we'll be here every week uh and write us we love hearing from you ajima show at gmail.com at ajima show on the uh, the socials follow us tag us whatever we got your
1: always we always do respond we
0: do we're thirsty (laughs) (laughs) okay bye bye audio